discovering stories of courage, determination, and hope. Welcome to Faith Radio's On the Road. Now, here's Ryan Thomas. Now, not all that many years ago, he was driving truck in his native Milwaukee, Wisconsin, leading worship at his church and sincerely wondering if he'd missed his chance to pursue his dream of music professionally. But God's taken Danny Gokia on the ride of a lifetime from the national platform of his top three finish on American Idol and now to a life-changing career building faith through his musical gifts. Danny's latest record, Jesus People, is just out and available all across America. And it is quite simply the absolute best to have you here today, sir. What's the good word from where you sit, Danny? Man, I think the good word today is just being thankful. You know, that's that's for me. I remember, you know, I was just sitting in my car today and I was like, you know, like, I got to make sure that I'm being thankful for all that God has done in my life. Mm. And so I was just in the car. I there's like a habit I have every morning or I try to do it every morning. I pray the Lord's Prayer. You know, like a father who's in heaven, holy is your name, your kingdom come, your will be done. Mm-hmm. And I just kept, might make it personal, you know? And so I always feel like it's, it's a good way to start the day. One of the things that I love, and that really alludes to it, is your social media presence is uh, so much more than you might expect. There's entertainment, there is wisdom. And the last thing that I saw from you on Twitter, you said, God loves you far beyond your ability to rationalize or understand it. Don't try to rationalize it, just receive it. Where did that come from for you? You know, it is one thing that I feel like we, you know, as humans, we have a very human perspective of love, right? And it's usually a lot of times unknowingly based off of us, you know, a selfish, you know, well, what, I love someone because they do this for me, sure. you know, and it makes me feel a certain way. Yeah. But there's something about God's love where it's like, it is, you don't have to do anything. It's, he just loves you like that. And so, you know, a lot of times, and there's, you know, I, a lot of times we go through misunderstanding of the scriptures where we think, okay, well, you know, God's love is conditional. So God loves me when I do X, Y, and Z. And it's just trying to clear out all those personal views of love to say, hey, this is what it is. God loves you more than you can ever think, imagine. You can't rationalize. It's unconditional. Don't try to sit there and rationalize it because it's, 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 it's almost, you know, Corey Asbury, I know he got a lot of, a lot of um, flack to the song Reckless Love just because <laughs> people are like, God's love is not reckless. Yeah. But when you understand the idea of it, it's it's hard to fathom a love like that exists, you know? Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, as we dig into the music, I mean, Stand in Faith is the anthem making waves on radio waves across the land. And it starts out with this as a thesis statement. You're right. Can't escape disappointment. Can't avoid the delay. But I don't have to make feeling down and defeated the place that I stay. Why don't we? Believe it or not. You know, a lot of people don't, you know, you hear this thing that, you know, God's in control, everything happens for a reason. And, you know, some people will stay there because they feel helpless. You know, uh, I know God's in control, but I guess there's nothing I can do about this situation. I guess I just, and sometimes people will find themselves in a little bit of depression because they feel like it's out of control. But then there's this thing that when we start understanding that, wait a minute, Jesus made statements like, your faith has made you whole. You know, um, and you hear statements that, you know, in Deuteronomy, you know, that 
choose life today life and you can choose life or death choose life that you and your descendants may live mm. and you start understanding that we live we you know when god gave free will to man that's exactly what he did you know we are well why does god allow bad things to happen you we really struggle with that he's good well let me tell you this bad things happen because people chose to do bad things you know and so now because people have chosen to do bad things or sometimes like when my first wife passed away and it was out of my control, it wasn't my fault. It was, you know, she was born with this condition. You, you feel helpless. And, and yeah. a lot of times you can stay in that disappointment or in that defeatedness. But when you start understanding the authority that Jesus gave us and that you can exercise faith and that even when things don't work out, you can begin to declare that God works everything together for your good. You, you'll, you'll get yourself to a happy place. Because you know that even though you might feel helpless, God has given us principles in the Bible, which is faith. And faith can, can, I mean, faith can open doors. Faith can bring healing. Faith can, you know, you look at the heroes of faith. They had choices to make. And when they made the right choice, they saw the benefit of that. And so really, when things are out of our control, we can control how we respond. And then we can begin to um, partner with God for the comeback. Interesting. I, I've heard a song with that name that was a pretty strong song. I wonder <laughs> what that was about. <laughs> Mr. Danny Goki is with us today, a recording artist with a brand new record, Jesus People. As you hear this just out across the fruited plain of these United States of America. You know, one of the main themes that you talk about on the record, Jesus said that they would know us by our love. And that's one of those things so many of us have heard since Sunday school, but man, is it a little bit tougher to live out than it is simply to say, how does that show up in the new music? I have a song called we all need Jesus off the new record, Jesus people. And, um, it really breaks down the walls. You know, the, the lyrics say we're so quick to point a finger to judge things from our point of view, the things that we say, the trouble it makes, it hurts you and it hurts me too. But, you know, this is just a fallen world we live in. Isn't that the way? It's not really not the way it's supposed to be. What if we could see each other different? It'd probably change everything. Seeing each other different, seeing each other through the love of God and not through our pride and not through our disappointments will change everything. You know, Jesus made the statement. He said, you know, while you're judging someone and trying to pull the speck out of their eye, the little speck of wood, you, you, you have a beam sticking out of your own eye. And he basically teaches us, like, you're incapable to judge because you don't know everything. Mm. God can only judge because he knows every scenario, all the circumstances around it. And so one of the things we are commanded to is to love. And it's, you know, when we're spending all our time judging and correcting, um, and sometimes correction is a form of love. that You can't get around that. But when we're spending time judging people, we don't have enough time to love them. And love is what brings change. And what I'm noticing in this society is that everyone loves what Martin Luther King Jr. said and what Jesus said. But I'm noticing that people are justifying their disdain for one another, all in a, like, it's almost like a righteous behavior to hate someone if they qualify them as this type of person or that type of person. And that's not true. That is a deception. And so we must, you know, but the only way, you know, I, I'm, you know, the only way we're going to really change society is by unconditional love. It's how God changed us. Man. That's pretty convicting stuff because I noticed it's pretty easy to love the people that you like, that you click with, that you get along. But sometimes the people that annoy us a little bit, that's a little bit more difficult right there. It really is. And, <laughs> but I think that's how we know, like our love is maturing. Like my wife, mm. my wife said, said something to me that I thought was really, really interesting. 
my wife wasn't saved. My wife wasn't, you know, didn't grow up in church. She didn't get saved until she was 20, 22. And, but she said something. She said, you're the first man I ever loved. And I said, what? You know, because growing up, she wasn't taught, you know, she just, it was Miami lifestyle. You know, you just date around, you do all these things. And sure. she goes, you're the first man I love because you're the first man that I ever put you over myself, your needs over mine. Hmm. And in my finite mind, I'm like, um, okay, that's cool. But I thought you because I'm so handsome, because <laughs> I'm so, you just like, my personality just dazzles you. And her response was, because you're the first person that I ever decided that your needs were more important than mine. And I was like, man, what a picture of love. It's not this obsession with someone. It's not this, um, you know, what do they call that? Where you're just an infatuation. Where, right, yeah. Because when, when we start looking at obsession and, and, and infatuation, we're starting to understand that that is self-based. Self-based is where when you're infatuated with someone, you like it because you feel this certain way and you get this feeling when you're around that person. It really, what she understood God's love to be and what real love was, which it is, is that you actually, it's not about you and how they make you feel, but it is a commitment. It is, you know, it's not based off of anything fleshy, but it's all spirit. You know what I mean? Man. Well, go her. That is, uh, that is so brilliantly stated. I just want to let you know as well, I, we are dazzled by your personality as well. Just know that, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Someone is. And um, it's, you know, love is a beautiful thing, but I don't think it is what this, we're so used to our culture and what we see on TV and social media is that this obsession and it's all physical. Love goes a lot deeper, much deeper. And it's, the thing is, it's much stronger yeah. than the other type of love. The selfless love is the strong, the love that lasts throughout time. Yeah. You know, this is a bit related, well, a lot related really, but coming at it from just a slightly different angle, another piece of the heart that you've shared for Jesus people is inclusivity for everyone. And when I saw that, you know, I was thinking, well, sure, you know, inclusivity, it sounds great. But my brain was like, wait a second, hold on, no, we seem to be so divided at this point about literally every little thing that something for everyone is actually quite countercultural at this point. I mean, how did you seek to do that and why is that so important to you? You know, it's a, it's a good question because it is like, because some people, when they, when they do hear of Jesus, like, well, wait, 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 wait. But he says, he's the same, you mean the inclusive one is the one that says that Jesus is the only way to God. That doesn't sound inclusive, <laughs> that actually sounds exclusive. But I was, and I explained it this way. I said, well, yeah, it sounds that way, but what if, you know, and I forgot to, I'll try to get the analogy I used, but what if I just didn't tell you, you know, I, I, you were in a body of water, it's deep, and I didn't tell you about swimming, but all I did was talk about this body of water, and I pushed you in the pool, and you don't realize that the only way to survive this pool is to actually swim. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not me being mean, you know, telling you that you need to learn how to swim before you go in this pool. It's not me being, you know, closed minded, right? Um, to give you the instructions that you must learn how to swim and here's how you do it will save your life. 
And, and it's the same thing with there is no other option outside of Jesus. For him to say, oh, there's more options besides me, would to put your life at great risk and to put your life at eternal death. So it is the most inclusive message. It sounds a bit exclusive and it sounds a little bit one narrow-minded, but it is the most it is the way to eternal life, and that's through Jesus. And that's the message that we have. And that is helping someone. You know, a lot of times, you know, our me- you know, I hear people say, you know, this statement, oh, you know, I don't want to tell so-and-so that. I don't want them not to like me. People won't tell people the truth because they're afraid of how that's, you know, of how that's going to make them look. You know, they, they're afraid of people are going to not want to be friends with them anymore, but it's the best thing you can do. And so in this time, in this time where we're, we're so divided, we actually have the way to eternal life and we actually have the way to love. And, and it, it might sound just narrow minded, but it's not because when you begin to follow Jesus, you start understanding that there is, that, that, that there is joy unspeakable that, and you can't find that anywhere else. Mm. So although we're teaching you about him, although we're speaking about him and, and we're sharing his ways that might seem one minded, it'll give you life if you try it. Did you ever struggle with that yourself? I mean, because the unique thing about you talking about that is you had built this platform, you know, being on national television, people loving your story, loving your music. Did you ever consider the fact that, you know, if you talk about Jesus, who he really is, what he really does, there is an exclusivity to that that may turn some people off. Yeah. I mean, it, I'll tell you this, like but when I was on the show, you know, they weren't, the producers weren't mean. No one was like, but I mean, they were intentionally drive the situation. So it wouldn't go there, you know, because sure. I think they know a lot of us faith people will talk about that. And a lot of people don't have interest in that, you know, because it interrupts maybe their worldview or interrupts what they perceive to be comfortable and to perceive to be a good life. But, you know, I think, you know, I think the telling the truth and love is always the way to win and being led by the spirit. You know, when you look at how the apostles were led, like when Paul, think about this, Paul just had an encounter with Jesus or Saul was at the time his name's changed to Paul has an encounter with Jesus. And he wakes up another apostle and the Lord had to tell him in a, you know, in a dream, go to Saul and pray for him. Mm. You know, sometimes the best thing is just wait for God to give you an entrance into an unbeliever's life. Mm. And I think that's a really great scenario, you know, and sometimes, so a lot of times just, you know, you don't have to force it on people, but when the spirit leads and opens the door, go have a conversation with them. Mm. It'll be fruitful. Well, we are talking today with the effervescent and, of course, tremendously talented Mr. Danny Gokey, the recording artist with the brand new record, Jesus People. As you hear this, just out across the fruited plain of these United States. Uh, Having the courage to tell the truth is really one of your distinctives, I think, and I give you a lot of credit for that. One of the things that you have uniquely shared is a perspective on depression and the times that you have dealt with it and how you dealt with it and how you emerged from those seasons. And I'm wondering, you know, when you talk about that, what is the hope that you really do hope to offer? And as you see, I mean, really, when we talk about epidemics, the epidemics of mental health and depression and anxiety are so, so significant today. What's the kind of reaction that you get from your willingness to talk about it? I think people 
they do feel that hope because a lot of times when you're going through that, and I know personally, you feel like you're the only one and you feel like, cause you, everyone on the outside looks perfect. And then here you are, you're like, okay, why am I the only one who struggled with this? And you begin to have that little internal battle of like, I guess this is just me. Yeah. But when you, when people start talking about it and they start, you know, like myself, when I talk about it, I think there's a rest and there's a hope to say, Hey, this is, you know, people have gone through this before and they have experience, you know, I want to listen to what they have to say. And that's really kind of where I come. It's like, I bring the experience and what I believe God has shown me. And I know it's helped people. One of the other really cool things from musical geek perspective on this album is really how you're blending genres and crafting sounds that may not be totally out of the box. With the way that music has changed and the way that music consumption has changed, you know, from the physical CD and the physical record to each of these tracks in a way needing to stand on its own, but also having the ability to reach audiences like it's never quite reached before. Is there more freedom to do what you're doing here and breaking ground? I think with the way that music is consumed, yes, there's an ability to expand more than ever before. Just because there's more outlets than there's ever been. You know, radio for a long time was the radio and maybe some TV networks were the only way to consume music. And now you have that in addition to other platforms which have opened more doors. And so, you know, it's interesting. I grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's very diverse there. I grew up listening to all kinds of music, especially in the Latin culture. and But all around Christian country, hip-hop, rap, um, salsa, merengue, bachata, you know, and that's just how I grew up with all that. And so it was really finally fun to be able to make room and, and show all the music that's impacted me. Just one final question that you're uniquely placed to answer. There are so many people that have a dream to do what you do, you know, to pick up a guitar or sit down at a piano to grab the mic and make music professionally. And obviously we know the stats. <laughs> they are foreboding. But when somebody comes to you and says, what's your advice? You know, what should I do? Should I try? Should I follow this dream? What are some of the things that you say? This is the answer that I give because people do ask because people are hungry and they want, they, you know, there's a desire deep inside of them. But the answer I have is a little bit counterculture. When I started out in music, when I was young, about 20, was it 20 or 22 years old? I really heard the Lord speak to me. Some, it wasn't an audible voice. It was just this inside witness. And I just heard this like, lay down your desire to want to become an artist and serve the local church where you're at. Mm. I was going to a new church. The pastor was on fire for God. And I began to just link my music with him. And I began to serve the congregation, serve the people with my musical gift. And what's interesting is that as I began to do that and just letting God, just saying, God, here I am, use me. God, in turn, as I built his kingdom and his, you know, in God's dream for the church, God began to build my dream. And I think then, so what I've learned is that when you do it God's way, he's the best door opener of all time. He will open doors that no man can shut. And what takes man years to do, God can do in moments. 
And so I'm learning that's the best way to do it. Uh, thank you so much for that. That is some tremendous hope to end on with Mr. Danny Goki today. Once again, the brand new record is called Jesus People. And uh, as you hear this, available all across the United States and across the world today, sir, we know you're all over the place wherever fine music is sold. But if people do want to follow you on social media, they want to go to the website and start the journey. Where's the best place to start, sir? You know, dannygoki.com is where they can find all the information. But I'm Danny Goki. I'm basically all the social media outlets if you're looking for me. Awesome. Man, a real pleasure to talk with you today. Thank you so much for just sharing the story, for sharing your heart, and congratulations on the new music. Thank you so much, Ryan, and thank you to all the listeners who support me. It is an honor. I know you don't have to, and that's why I cherish it that you do. Thanks for sharing in the story of this latest episode of Faith Radio's On the Road. For more on today's conversation and the full podcast archive of all our episodes, look for On the Road when you visit MyFaithRadio.com.